This is a podcast by the Business Times. Welcome to Wealth with BT, a podcast series by the Business Times with your host, Wealth Editor Genevieve Kwa. In the previous episode, why a longer lifespan isn't something to dread or feel pessimistic about was discussed. Financial planning goes a long way to put you on a firm footing for the future. For one thing, time gives you the benefit of years to reap the rewards of compounding. If you save and invest regularly, by the time you reach your 60s, you would have built up a substantial pot to give you the freedom to continue to work if you like, or do a different type of work or even start a business. But the path towards a financial goal isn't a straight line. Life happens along the way and sometimes it seems you have so many financial goals and limited resources. Those goals are a challenge to juggle. In this episode brought to you by Ascend by Prudential, Genevieve Kwa speaks with our guest, Angeline Alexander, who's Prudential's Head of High Net Worth and Affluence Segments, about how to balance multiple financial goals. Hi, Angeline. Thanks for coming on the show. Hi, Jen. Thank you for having me on your show. Tell us, Angeline, what are you hearing from clients on their goals and how should they prioritize them? Well, Jen, in our recent focus group that we um, ran with our affluent customers, we found that the top three financial goals for them are one, saving for retirement, two, growing their wealth uh, so that they can meet uh, their financial goals. For example, if um, saving for their children's education is one of those goals. And thirdly, uh, funding for their elderly parents' expenses. So can you elaborate a little bit more about these goals? What is particularly challenging for people? Well, Jen, I think the main thing is clients are juggling with these multiple goals. And obviously, with what's happened with the uh, pandemic as well, customers are concerned about whether what they are saving for, whether it's the short to mid or the long term, is going to be sufficient to get them to, to meet their goals. So what we try and um, do for customers is really try to give them the assurance that, um, number one, if they clearly define what those goals are and what they want to achieve, so what what are the desired outcomes, and two, to take into consideration their budget, their current commitments, and also the time horizon with which they want to achieve those goals. So we highly encourage customers to have a good understanding of what they want to achieve. And so that clearer picture allows them to then better plan as well as guide their investment strategies. I'm glad you mentioned COVID-19 because that's put a lot of pressure on people since they worry about their jobs and economic growth. So the one thing that takes a hit is your cash flow. You know, when cash flow is tight, the savings suffers. So what can people do when they find themselves in this predicament? Yeah, Jen, um, COVID-19 has definitely impacted us in so many ways, right? And and obviously, our financial objectives have been uh, impacted as well. And we find a lot of customers are re-evaluating what their life goals are and how they're going to get there. I guess on the upside of things, this is a great time to step back and, and re-look at, you know, your budgets, expenses and priorities. And we encourage customers customers to to start planning early. And if they haven't got a plan to really start planning now, it's never too late to do that. Um, And so that you've got this runway ahead of you. 
What we also encourage customers to do is to review their plans regularly. So even if they've got a plan in place, just to make sure that, you know, things haven't had to change. We know that life can change and with it, you know, needs change as well as, you know, an individual or family's financial situation might be a bit uh, more pressured in terms of cash flow. And that's where it's important to review these plans just to make sure that there are contingencies, you know, that are put in place so that plans don't necessarily have to be let go, but it might just take a bit longer to to reach the desired outcome. Angeline, COVID has turned out to be quite prolonged and people worry about their budget and their cash flow. Can you share some thoughts on this in terms of how they can address budgeting? Yes, so that's a very good point you made there, Jen. And what would be a prudent way to approach this would be to look at our day-to-day budget and see how that's changed now that, you know, we're living in the COVID world with some of us working from home. And therefore, there would be discretionary spends like getting coffee with your workmates, eating out, after work drinks, even things like, um, you know, makeup and clothes, right? These have all potentially been reduced with many of us working from home. So it's really a good time to actually have a look at your month-on-month budget expenses and start to see whether there are opportunities to reallocate some of these nice-to-haves now into savings or investment opportunities. If you like what you're hearing so far, please subscribe to Wealth with BT on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify. Like us and give us a rating. And now back to our conversation with Angeline Alexander, who's Prudential's Head of High Net Worth and Affluent Segments. This episode is brought to you by Ascend by Prudential. So it sounds like people need to review and keep themselves flexible. So my question would be, if you have multiple financial goals, it's also likely that your goals have different investment horizons. Some are shorter, some are longer. How do you think savers should approach this? Does it work better to have one single portfolio for many goals or many portfolios? So that's a very interesting question, Jen, and I think it definitely depends on each individual's preferences. From our point of view, obviously, striking a balance is important. So this can be achieved by grouping similar financial goals and investment strategies into a single portfolio of assets. So for example, funding your children's education and saving for a larger home for your family might be in the near horizon and could have aligned um, maturity timeframes. Retirement solutions are more long-term and therefore require a separate portfolio to better manage it. So these are some of the recommendations that we give to our customers. But at the end of the day, each person is quite unique in how they best want to group their investments and manage their investments accordingly. So the question, Angeline, most people have and the goal that most people have is for children's education. And parents often take up endowment plans because endowment plans work quite neatly as a standalone savings pot and people like a partial guarantee. But how relevant are endowments today in today's very low interest rate environment? So Jen, endowment plans are still very popular because one, 
it's a disciplined way to save towards a goal, as you rightfully put, right? And it also potentially offers, you know, some returns. This gives parents the assurance that the savings towards their children's education is slowly but steadily growing. Um, number two, why endowment plans are popular um, are also because they can be tailored. And so parents can then decide whether they want a lump sum payout or they want it staggered over time. And thirdly, there are also riders which waive future premiums should any unforeseen um, circumstances happen to the parents. So, for example, if there is, um, you know, a critical illness or death. And now this gives parents the security that should anything happen to them, their children's education fund continues to be taken care of. So I guess these three reasons are primarily why endowment plans are still continuing to be popular with parents who are wanting to save for their children's education. Actually, I took up an endowment myself for my kids when they were born. So let's go to this question about wealth transfer planning. So that's often put off, partly because people are reluctant maybe to address the question of death or the issue of death. Is this a priority? And if so, why? And how should an individual approach this very sensitive issue? So Jen, I think when we talk about wealth transfer planning, it shouldn't just be looked at in the event of death, right? We are living longer. Most of us will live into our 80s with good health and obviously, you know, living in a developed country like Singapore. Now, the pandemic has made it very clear that we should expect and be prepared for the unexpected as well. So if you take the two together, you know, around planning for the unforeseen circumstances and knowing that, you know, we're going to be living longer, it's even more important to then reinforce why wealth transfer planning is is so important in terms of how assets will be distributed, in terms of how the individual wants the assets to be distributed. And a good wealth transfer plan always starts with an understanding of the individual's needs and what they wish to achieve. And depending on their net worth, right, this could be about property assets, it could be about business assets, but it's about actually getting individuals to think about how best they want to distribute their wealth. And having a regular and disciplined plan will definitely make a huge difference in the long run. And of course, you know, there is the magic of compounding, which often results in better wealth creation and asset transfer to your next generation. So we highly encourage our customers to really start to look at early succession planning, because that provides the greater possibility of them achieving not only their personal goals, but also their goals for their family as well as their business. Thank you, Angeline, for your time and insights. You're welcome, Jen. Always great to talk to you. And there you have it. Financial planning need not be a daunting affair, even with multiple financial goals. Getting started and sticking to a savings discipline are more than half the battle. This episode was brought to you by Ascend by Prudential. Join us again next month for Wealth with BT with your host, Genevieve Kwa. That was an SBH podcast by The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.
Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.